your mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as curly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> Seriously, a favorite movie of mine for sure. But the message depicted kind of a little bit more than what it seems. I mean, yeah, he's kind of sad and he has a dog, but there's much more about Mr. Grinch than you'd ever imagine. I'm your host, Renee, and welcome to the 12 Days of Christmas. song i especially the new one i don't know if you guys have seen um um, the grinch that came out in 2018 if you haven't it's really really good um i love it so check it out but anyways if you listen to the new one um it's super super catchy and even the old one it's just classic i love it but the thing about it it's just it's captivating and it's interesting and it catches your eye kind of like sin that got real real quick but seriously it's the truth uh i don't know it's just something that's so easy to be caught in a web of and especially because of its appearance but that's not exactly what i wanted to talk about with every story there is a plot okay a main character a supporting character and a protagonist and so the protagonist if you guys don't know is the individual that kind of just seeks to make the main character's life a little bit of a living hell to be honest it's just kind of makes it difficult right so but in in this case it's the Grinch so if you've seen the movie or if you even know the concept of it it is I don't even know what Mr. Grinch is I should have probably looked that up first but he's a whatever he is in um the land that Dr. Seuss has created I don't know if he lives in Whoville or whatever but anyways he is just super super angry he is mean he doesn't like christmas he doesn't like to display any type of joy um he's just just a grouch a grinch if you will and the thing about it is when you watch it you'll notice that he goes to um each and every home um well he was plotting pretty much the whole time but he wants to go to each and every home and steal everything that makes christmas christmas on the outside right so if you have a tree up he's taking that your presents he's taking that lights all of that any decoration you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like wait what happened wait what happened to my my house what happened to my world so he takes everything and he pretty much just gets rid of it because he doesn't want anyone to have any of these things um and it reminds me of the story of christmas because i have to yes it's the 12 days of christmas so i have to find a way to break down the story and so when i think of the grinch which is a very popular movie i also think of um the protagonist of of today the the enemy of today the mr grinch of our here and now none other than Satan himself right now. But back when Jesus was um, still in the womb, the protagonist or the one that was kind of the enemy at the time was King Herod. And if you know the story of um, the real story of Christmas, you know that before Jesus was born, um, the king set out um, a decree, if you will, to 
um, everyone that, or not to everyone, but to his, um, to the soldiers, to the men that were um, under his rule, saying that any boy underneath the age of two years old had to be killed. He did this with the intent of tracking down and removing the, the Messiah to come because he didn't want to be dethroned. He didn't even want the king to be born, much less. And so this was his mission to get rid of all of the baby boys to be born. And when you think of that, you just, I, I automatically just think, I cannot imagine hearing something like that now. I mean, if you live in Toronto, like so many of our listeners do, then imagine, you know, having an announcement on Monday at 1 p.m., um, Mayor Ford is going to come and tell us, you know, we are used to this now with COVID, but imagine he was going to come with not news of things being locked down, but of news of people needing to be eliminated if they meet certain criteria, saying, hey, if you are a boy underneath the year, age of two, then bye for you. And that is literally the most mind-blowing thing I ever heard. And I just couldn't even fathom being around in that time. Um, And he was kind of the Grinch of the story back then. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, that was terrible. And, but how does it relate to us now? Well, I'll tell you, um, because there is still, like I said, a Grinch now, and it is the devil himself who doesn't want us to celebrate um, Jesus. He doesn't want us to have the light of Christ within our lives. And just like the Grinch in the movie sought to take away everything that represented Christmas in other homes, that's exactly what the devil wants of us. He doesn't want us to focus on Jesus. He wants us to be distracted by things like Santa Claus, like Elf on the Shelf, like buying all of these gifts, all of these things that deter us deter us away from the true meaning of Christmas. And something that stuck out to me when I watched the movie, well, not so much when I watched it, but just when I pondered about it after Again, as preparing for this, I always try to think outside of the box. And so when I was, um, you know, preparing for this, I thought, you know, the Grinch had to go to homes trying to steal Christmas away so that when people woke up, they would be shocked by the appearance of no lights, no Christmas tree, no presents, and just that void that they would feel. And he thought he would feel so good to know that he was taking that joy away from other people because he didn't like Christmas which is fine for him, but why does it have to be ruined for everybody else? This is the exact um, strategy of the devil. When you have the light of Christ in you, that is when you're attacked. Because imagine if the Grinch went to a house and there were no lights, no trees, like no presents, he would just skip over them. There would be no reason to go there because his work would pretty much be already done for him. And the way that he knew that he hadn't gone to a house was when when he saw the lights the tree, the presence, and all of these things. And it's like the devil has the same mentality towards us. He doesn't care about those who are no longer, who not even no longer, but who aren't serving God. If you're not serving God, you're not living for Jesus, you're not a threat to him. You're already living in such a way where he would benefit from your life. He benefits from a life that doesn't have Jesus, that doesn't have convictions, that doesn't care about, you know, the decisions that are being made, that doesn't threaten his his kingdom, his um, his empire, if you will. If you're already on your way to hell, then he's cool with you because you're going with him in his mind. But if you've made a decision to live for Jesus, you're definitely a threat to him and he wants to take away 
everything from you, all the joy that you have. He wants to replace, you know, your ability to freely worship and call Christmas Christmas and put an X on it because in his mind, that means I'm not giving glory to God. And listen, you guys, like I said many times before, whether it's mine or Essence's podcast, we've said it that, you know, the true meaning of the season is Jesus Christ and celebrating his birth. And if you don't have the light in you to shine, to truly celebrate what Christmas really is about, you're not really living, you're not really experiencing the true joy that comes with Christmas. When I hear certain songs um, played on the radio, and they're just talking about absolutely nothing. It doesn't do anything for me. I might bob my head or sing to it, but it doesn't move me. When I hear songs that glorify Jesus, that speak of his coming, speak of his um, His just, his majesty, you can't help but feel compelled to worship. You can't help but feel like, wow, like just so grateful for life. You can look at the things that are happening around you during this time of COVID and not have fear or worry or doubt of anything because you know that you have Jesus. You know that the reason for the season is with you despite the fact that your family might not be with you. You know, you can be isolated from those who um, you want to be around in terms of family, not being able to travel and visit them or have them over to your house and all of these things. But again, with Jesus, there's a different comfort that is provided. You know, another part of the Grinch that I really liked was the ending. I love the ending because um, he realizes that, you know, just because he had a bad experience with Christmas as a child doesn't mean that it has to set the tone for the rest of his life. He encountered um, a little girl who, despite um, what he tried to do to her and take her joy away and take her Christmas away from her, she was still able to love and to show compassion past that. And when you can be loved past your hurt, you can find true joy, true um, happiness and your meaning for life, your purpose. And I think that it's the same thing for us. You know, the enemies, the things of this world might try to deter us and to sadden us and say, oh, don't be with your family. Don't visit anyone. Forget giving of gifts and being able to go shopping. Because if you don't know how to work an online shopping system, then that's it. You probably won't be able, you probably weren't able to buy anything, especially if you waited until, you know, these last, you know, 20, 20 plus days in Toronto, especially. But when you you know that God is in control, he's over, he's has his hand on you and over your life, you're not worried. So this time this Christmas season, I hope that you are blessed by the love of Christ and that he is keeping you safe and have a wonderful and very Merry Christmas. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We look forward to counting down the 12 days of Christmas with you. Don't forget, we are releasing a new episode every single day until Christmas Eve. So tune in again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye.